of your strength and power. Unction from heaven upon our hands. Oh, sovereign one, connecting the heart of everyone with the power. So that we change the streets of UK from London to Inverness. Bringing glory to the name of the risen Christ. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Please take your seat in the heavenly place. I want to share some few things with you before we go into ministration. Put your hands together for the choir. You know, this time last week, oh, we, it, we came back from, from Benin Republic, it's two Fridays ago, is it? We are in Benin Republic two Fridays ago. Yes, this time last week, we were, we were here for the praise night. On Sunday, the Lord told me to share with you that God has a plan for you. Next Sunday, the Lord told me to share with you that God is thinking about you. And we're going to be exploring the thoughts of God about you. But if you remember, last Sunday, God began a journey that will take us into the new year. Jeremiah 29:11. Then I'll take you into this. It says... For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now I told you the first thing is this, God has a plan for you. You know, when, when, when a person that is very influential tells a people, I have a plan for you, you know how rejoicing they will be? Now, God said, he has a plan for you. Listen to me. Bless that man who said hallelujah. I say God has a plan for you. I'm very sure that uh, if I, maybe during the testimony, Dickness, Tiamu will come and give some testimonies. When we were in, in Benin Republic, during my crusade, and also in a, in a, um, um, Abbey, the difference between the congregation in that place and the home congregation is this: they don't take words for nothing. They don't they don't contempt words. If somebody curse them, they will not answer. But when you speak a word of blessing, they scream. That's why they have miracles. That's why they have miracles. Because many of them who came have been so impoverished by the devil. Like the case of the woman that, um, you know, was bent over for 30 years. Her case is so pathetic. A woman woke up one day and she fell. And that was it. And her back bent over. She got up, she could not stand beyond to be bent. And she said, for 30 years I walked like that, or crawled. So if I wanted to be erect, I would crawl. 
And she said, I have pains all over my body. Not only that, she said, when I, when I sneeze, I bring out pores from my mouth that is very, very smelly. So you understand? People around her cannot stay around her. Because daily she vomits pus and she smells. Okay? What pleasure can a woman like that have? They have carried her to every place possible, she said. To the extent that when, we were, when I was speaking on the radio on, the, on, that was on the Thursday, she said, she just said to herself, another man, another one of them. Condition that will make you lose your faith. May it never happen to you. On the day that she came, I was preaching on a past. past, What led to the preaching was that a minister came and was talking about faith. The need to have faith in the Lord, which I teach a lot. But when he was teaching about faith, he said that if you don't have faith today, you will not receive miracle. And God told me that I should teach them on God can heal you without your faith. And God said to me that there are people who have conditions in that meeting. That their condition have paralyzed their ability to have faith. And the Lord spoke about the man in the book of John chapter 5. Who was at the pool of Bethesda. He had a condition similar to this woman that God healed in Kobe. Because he was invalid, the Bible says. Because there was no medical name for his disease at the time. Now you may call cerebral palsy. Maybe it looks similar, but it's worse than that. The man was invalid because he was paralyzed, and all the limbs were paralyzed, and his spine curved over. So they referred to him as invalid. He was invalidated. He could not eat by himself. He could not walk by himself. He could not. And when Jesus was standing before him, he could not have faith. He said that I've been here for 38 years. And Jesus said, do you want to get well? He said, I don't have help. I could get help many years ago until suddenly my family deserted me. Because when the angel tears up the water, whoever jumps in first is the one that gets the, the miracle. Before my eyes, I've seen the blind come and they went to him. The lame came and they went to him. Lepers came and they went to him. Every sick person came. They received healing before me every day for 38 years. It was never my turn. When I thought I should be helped, my, my family got fed up. Are you with me now? So there are conditions in life that happen to people that no matter what you tell them, they can't have faith. That will never happen to you. It's not because they don't want to have faith, but they are circumstance paralyzed them. Similar to this woman, she sneezes and she coughs. When she sneezes, she brings out pores in the mouth, not in the nose, so that she smells all the time. So she said, you know, she said to the radio program that another one of them, and she said, I had a voice inside me. Whose voice is that? <laughs> He is the voice of the maker of heaven and earth. 
And he said, that voice said to me, listen to his message, because I was teaching on Jesus, and that's what I want to teach you tonight. I want to teach you about Jesus tonight. And so, she said, after teaching about the miracle Jesus has done, I said in that program, if you are sick, put your hands where it hurts you, and the Lord Jesus will heal you right now. So she said, I put my hand on my thigh, because I'm bent over, I cannot stretch. He said, after praying, all the pains in my legs vanished. I said, oh, this is different. I will be the first in that crusade. And so she went to the crusade bent. The crusade is just a few steps to her house. They know her in the whole area. And while in the crusades now, you know, she has seen a little sign. So her expectation was now high. Hallelujah. God gave, gave her a little treat. And then when the power of God began to move, the power of God hit that back and the spine. When she came forward, she was not walking bent. She was walking straight like that to the, to the testimony place. You know what I'm saying to you? Be a lot. I see the hand of God distributing healing gifts in this building tonight. Yeah. Blessed are those who believe, for they shall see the performance of it. Yeah. I was thinking about the situation that we are in the United Kingdom, in America, in Europe. And coming from Africa, the experiences I had on this trip. And I found out that. The whole creation is waiting with eager expectation for you and I to manifest. All those things the devil is doing is pointing fingers into the eyes of Christians and saying that, where is your God? Where is your God? That's all what he's doing. What he's doing in Nigeria is doing from Benin Republic and he's doing from UK. Are we together now? And we have to respond now in power. Our gospel without manifestation is no gospel. In that scripture, it says, God has a plan for you. I have a plan for you, says God. So, let me help you understand this. The plan of God for the sick is to be healed. The plan of God for the poor is to be rich. The plan of God for the frustrated is to be encouraged. There is no confusion in God at all. He does not have plan because he doesn't have plan to frustrate. Because he says, the plan not to harm you. Nothing, if anybody, anything seeks to frustrate you, it cannot be from God. If anything seeks to harm you, it cannot be from God. On Sunday, I spoke very details about this. You know, something that makes me happy is that bring a witch doctor or a medium and a commercial. They cannot tell you the plans of God for your life. Impossible. Because God said, I know. So, <clears throat> if God knows the plan he has for you, anyone that can have access into it, must somebody who can enter into the heart of God. Yes? Come on, are we saying something here? Anybody who can enter into the heart of God. Yes? So, anyone who can access the plans of God must be somebody who has the ability to access the heart of God. Yes? I think... There are some of you who can. Am I speaking? I thought somebody would say to me that we all have. I say some of you do have it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I, I think someone will tell me that we all have it. We all have it. Yes, that's what I want to hear from you. Well, some in the sense that if there's anybody here who is not born again, you need to listen to this. God has a plan for every man. Mediums can access it. If you go to medium, they are telling you the future. They are lying. My father used to be one of them liars. And I understand that they are lying. What mediums can access is the past, because the past is still within this realm. You are. All your past have not left here. They are here. The words I've just spoken past now remains here until judgment day. Every act that you committed today remain in this atmosphere. They force heaven. They never leave. That is the reason why when God will judge, when Jesus will judge, he will just call the past and they will just come like an x-ray machine. It's not a big deal. So mediums can access this first heaven and decode this first heaven and tell you everything you have done. So if you have me people, either they call them prophets or what, who can tell you what you ate, where you live, where you, that is not Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is not, in the, is, is not in the business of trying to convince you that he is speaking. No, 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 no. He won't tell you uh, who your mother's name was, grandmother's name, father's name. Holy Spirit is not interested in all that. Okay? Because all the past is here. But where what mediums cannot access is what is hidden in the heart of the Father. No man can access it except the man of the Father. And that's who you are. I didn't hear you. <laughs> Let me help you validate it by the scriptures. Deuteronomy 29, 29. Shall we read it together? Deuteronomy 29, 29. Stop. Let's read it again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Secret things belong to who? God. He who dwells in the shelter or in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Who are the people? Amen. That's right. There is no secret thing that you cannot understand because the custodian of secret is God. He wrote it in his heart and he embedded it in the spirit of man. Are we together now? But he has said it, that those secret things belong to us. Hallelujah. I say the secret belong to me. And my children. But you understand, it's talking about us born again, and the children that follow, that we give birth, who are born again. It's not talking about physical children. It's talking about spiritual children. Are we together now? Now, there is something that I want to show you here. Things revealed belong to us. So, which means that if things revealed is our property, then we can access it. We can use it. Come on now. This is not my message for tonight. I'm just waiting your appetite. Yes? Look, if we finish this one and we praise enough, I want you to agree with me. If you understand me. Secret things belong to God. Yes? But things revealed belong to who? 
Say to me. Say to me. Feel me, feel we, feel you. Jesus, now feel we. Feel we in the morning. Feel we in the evening. Feel we, feel you, feel me. Jesus, now feel we. Jesus alone, I feel we, feel you, feel me. Are you with me? Yeah, ma. So therefore, if there are secret things, there are also revealed things. The owner of the secret things is God. But the owner of the revealed things is me. Me, 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 me. Don't be confused anymore. You can know anything about you that you want to know. You can. Someone help me here. Look at um, the book of First Corinthians 2.9. That is the reason why it's written in that scripture. Quick, please. First Corinthians 2.9. It says, however it is written, shall we together, no eyes have seen, no ears have had, no mind has conceived. <laughs> Cathedral, read it again. However, Do you love him? I can't hear you. Do you love him? So things revealed belong to those who love God. But God qualified it too. Because there are some people who are not Christians and they can claim that they love God. I was watching the television yesterday. A place in America, some people went there. Uh, which is belong, it belonged to the Indians, Red Indians, in the ancestors. It's not deserted. They said maybe they can contact the spirit of their ancestors. And when the priest came, he said, Our Almighty God. And you may be deceived when you see a man called God the Almighty, isn't it? You would think he's a Christian. And after I said, In the name of our Almighty God, let us contact the spirit of our forefathers. And I know where he was going. Hallelujah, somebody. The devil is hiding today because he knows that his trade is bankrupt. Amen. Somebody can say that we are all worshiping the same God. No, the God of Christians is different from every God under heaven. How, how, listen to me. That's the reason why the Bible says, No eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no man has conceived what God, the Almighty Yahweh, has prepared for those who love Him. Those who love Him. So if you love God, that gives you rights to know anything. Come on now. I say anything. <laughs> okay. But that scripture says, No eyes have seen, no ears have no man has conceived what God has prepared. Which means your eyes can see better than what you are seeing today. Your mind can go into a deeper realm of thoughts as to discover something that nobody has understood before. Listen to me. And he also says, 
Your ears can hear. Apart from this audible voice of man, your ears can hear the voices that man cannot understand. In whatever way you're thinking about this, there are a lot of information passing through the air every day. Okay? There are various voices speaking every day. And the ears of believers can hear the voices that man cannot utter. We can hear it. We can understand a knowledge that man was not thought. And we can see with a different set of eyes from these physical eyes into dimensions and realms that mortal man cannot see. And the scripture says, the underlining factor that gives you the right to is to love God. That's the reason why Satan fights with our love for God so much. He fights with our love for God. Let me say this to you. Every problem the devil gives you and I is to weaken our love for God. When the devil does bad things in countries, they will say, what is God looking? I can understand from common sense reasoning. Somebody killed a person and you are asking, what is the chief justice looking? What is the ju- chief justice of the Supreme Court? Why, like a boy who, who was said that killed another child today, a teenager that killed another child who was sentenced today. It's like when that teenager killed that child, somebody says that what are the police looking or what is the judge looking? Is it the judge that committed the act? Is it the police that committed the act? So, why should people blame God for disasters which he did not commit? Of all the blessings that God had given mankind, and they refused, they ignored it, they refused to search for it, then when there is calamity, which could be caused by their own accident, or by their own ignorance, or by whatever, he causing a devil somewhere, they ask, if God, if God is, why should people be dying in uh, Syria, as if it is God who caused the fight of Syria? Yeah? Oh, why should the Boko Haram be slaughtering them in Nigeria? When you said Boko Haram, did you see God in, the, in that name? How dare human beings, you know, foolishly darken the counsel of the Mosai? Well, common sense or common foolishness states to you and I that you cannot rub it out to people. Neither can you blame a man for what another man has done, especially when they are disconnected. But you see, all the problem that Satan is causing all over the world is to make man to turn to, against God. To make man hate God. Because the devil knows that when a man truly loves God, nothing is hidden from him. He could access anything. He could use his brain to the maximum. He could use his sight to the maximum. He could use his mind to the maximum. Those three functionaries of the body is what determines the height a man can get in anything. Your eyes, your mind... All right? Your brain, your eyes, your mind. And the things you hear, or your ability to hear, that is what determines your height in anything. And when a man hates God, or a man does not fall in love with God, then he cannot get it. You know, I prayed a prayer for myself. I think it was yesterday when I was praying for myself. I, 
just started saying to God, Lord, Father, please help me. Give me grace to love the Son. And then I prayed it, I prayed it, I prayed it, and then I came to my consciousness about what I'm praying. <laughs> I'm praying that the Father should help me to love the Son. And then I recognized that it was the Holy Spirit educating me that the Father has no business with anybody except those who love the Son. The amount of love God can have for man is determined by the amount of love man has for the Son of God. Are we together now? The Son wants to be loved because He first loved us. And He gave everything for us and to us too. He never complained about our sins, which we will commit thereafter. He paid the price before we were born. And He gave His life. He went through the pain. Those of us who went to Israel, when we walked through the same road that Jesus carried the cross and the very spot where Jesus fell, we were shown. We were tired before we got there. But He had been mutilated before He carried the cross. They had torn His body to pieces. We were in, this, in the place of Caiaphas, just where Jesus was tried. And they were telling us, oh, this is the very room that Jesus was tried. You may be standing right on the spot that Jesus was standing. That's in the seat of Caiaphas. Where they was trying Him. So the story about Jesus is valid. It's true. But He paid all this price. Because a lot. So therefore, we cannot say we love God without being able to show the price we pay. Isn't it? We must seek Him with all our hearts. It is easier to seek Him. Because everything will be added when you find him. Amen. So therefore, you are the one who should know the sacred things of God. Let me read that straight away down. I won't explain that. I'm moving to Isaiah chapter 9. It says in the next verse, verse 10. But God has revealed this to us by the Spirit. What eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what does not enter into any mind. God has revealed it to us. By his spirit, the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Understand this. These things that, you know, you can seek God for, God already had revealed it by the Holy Spirit. Which means it is in the Holy Spirit you can find answer, revelation to anything. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. I love it. I love the Holy Spirit. He is the answer to everything. Hallelujah, somebody. Wow, come on now. It reminds me of so many things in my head. With Holy Spirit with me, I fear nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. He is the propeller of my faith. I will together now. Because all these things that God has, He had put them in the Holy Spirit. And that word says, God has revealed, which is past tense to us. By his spirit. The spirit searches all things. Even the deep things of the father. God. Holy spirit searches all things. Because it is the spirit of the father. Your spirit searches all things about you. Your spirit knows everything about you. Your destiny is in your spirit. He knows everything you have forgotten. He's still in your spirit. That's the reason why sometimes you try to crack your mind back. And when your spirit releases it. It comes back to your memory. They all live in your spirit. Are we together now? Look at the next verse. It says, For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? That's what I've just said. In the same way, who no one knows the thoughts of God except the Holy Spirit of God. I love it. 
How many of you have the Holy Spirit? Wave your hands to me. So you have the ability to know everything about God. Everything about God. You don't need a prophet to tell you. You need a prophet to confirm it if there is. Hallelujah. You know, I've been to some midst of some Christians. I thank God that it doesn't happen in Christ with Tabernacle because you are well taught. When they see a man of God, they go to him and say, Man of God, give me a word. Which word? <laughs> and of course, a lot of men give them their own word, not the word of God. And some of them, ignorant, they run after the word. If you look at the, the doctrine of the word of God, for you to receive the word of God, you don't seek the word. He said, and the word of the Lord came to me. <laughs> you don't seek it. He must I, I, locate you. If the word of the Lord doesn't come to you, then you go to the word of the Lord. Read it in the Bible. Hallelujah, somebody. But asking someone that, please give me a word. They give you what is in their head. You say that God is speaking and God never spoke. You run and you crash and you, dis- you get disappointed and all stuff like that. How can you be asking someone to give you a word from the Lord when the word is in you yourself? It's a spirit. It lives in you. You get it now? So that's what it says. For who among men knows the thought of a man except the spirit of man? Within him in the same way no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Yes, number the next one. We have not received what? But... Let everybody read that verse 12 together. We have not received. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. I love it. <laughs> the purpose of the Holy Spirit first is to teach you all things. You remember the book of John? When the Spirit of truth comes, He will teach you all things. He will take from what is mine, and He will make it known unto you. And He says, all what the Father has is mine. I love it. Hey, why do you sit down in your house and shut the door against yourself only to be thinking of impossible things? If you have spent that time thinking about Jesus, he will have given you the understanding of that impossible thing, you you see. The Spirit of God is yearning beside you. Change your thinking to me. But you are struggling with the Holy Spirit, thinking about the problem, problem, problem. When Jesus says, who can by thinking add a grain of hair unto his hair or head? How many of you, by thinking, have increased your age or decreased your age? Therefore, don't you understand? If you think about the Spirit of God and you meditate upon the Word of God, then the Word of man and the Word of Satan have no jurisdiction over you. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so becomes of him. Yeah? Are we together now? Blessed is a man who walks not in the council of who? Nor sit in the seat of, nor stand in the ways of, but his delight is in the law of, in the law of God he was, in the law of God he was, in the law of God he was. Why do you meditate on offenses then? Who does it come from? Devil who keeps record of offenses. On Wednesday, you were reading Isaiah 30, and mommy was teaching you about God, isn't it? How you must be like God. 
Isn't it? You see, if you were not there, that's why you are looking at me like that. I to look at you now. You should have been there. Mm-hmm. There have been some repentance after that teaching. Some regeneration has happened. And so I'm alluding to it now. Also, look at those scriptures. Don't lock yourself up and start thinking about what God will not think about. Think about God. Think about the word of God. Think about possibilities in the midst of impossibility. Yeah, Britain is, no, is having problems. He, he, you have given us 10 days to come up with a solution. I can guarantee you in 10 days, either, neither EU or Britain, will, UK will have solution. Amen. You didn't hear what I just said. Yeah, Bernier said, I give you, you UK 10 days to, uh, to, to come up with a solution. Which solution? You are talking about negotiation. You are talking about solution. Ten days will be over and there is no solution anywhere. But you can have a solution by dwelling on the word of God, I say somebody. You can have a solution by thinking about the word of God. You can be healed by thinking about the word of God. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be a party of the devil. Let's join our hands with the Holy Spirit of God. Who searches the heart of God all the time. And he knows the fullness the heart of the Father. So that he can reveal to you the plans of God for your life. You know that God does not need the help of man to bring you to destiny. Though he uses man to. What that implies is that if he wants to use the man and the man refuses, he uses some other people. He doesn't need that man. Blessed is the man that God uses for another man because God will bless him too. But if the man says no, God can use the stone in the set of a man. He even said one day that the stones can sing praises. They can replace choir. They can be the best lead singer. Jesus says so. Ah, did you not read the Bible? He says, if this one don't sing Hosanna to me, maybe you didn't go with us to Israel. The very place where Jesus was singing, they were singing Hosanna for Jesus. We trekked through the place. The only thing is that all the people who went with me didn't sing Hosanna, Hosanna. But the first, last year's people, they sang it. But they went through that place. They didn't sing Hosanna, Hosanna. Maybe they will go next year and they will sing it. That was why Jesus says that if these people shut their mouth, stones will sing. Stones will sing. When you get to heaven, one of the things that will shock you are the talking pillars. Flowers speak. Grass speak. Stones speak. They all have life. No death in heaven. How would you feel if you went to a stone... If God gave an excursion to the cold Christians to go to heaven, I'm sure that I said it to mommy sometime. And somebody saw some precious stones. And then he thought in his heart, let me hide this. Let me steal this. I take it to the world. As you are thinking so, and the stone said, Oh, son of man, why thinkest thou this? From where is that coming? From where is that coming? And the stone says, It is from me, turquoise. Who thou thinkest in thy. I use that because of you. Because if we don't speak in James Version, God is not speaking. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You know, I told you some time ago when the Lord took me to heaven, and I was before a cherub that was sent to me to give him a, a message, and the cherub was using mathematics. It says to me, you can finish your work in five years, you can finish it in ten years. Uh, no, no, he, he said that, he, he said to me that your work would not be exponential. And when he said that, and I said in my heart that, angels understand mathematics? And he looked at me from his eyes, and I understood what he was speaking. In heaven, as I can open my mouth and speak aloud, and you can hear, I can speak with my mouth shut. My thought is like my voice, and you will hear it, or we hear it. That's what heaven is like. Are you with me now? Come on now. The Bible says, go back to my scriptures. We're already finished. <clears throat> First Corinthians. Uh, uh, chapter 2. We have not received the spirit of this world, but the spirit that comes from God. That we may understand what God has what? Freely given us. The next verse says, This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, like I'm speaking now, but in words taught by the Holy Spirit, as I'm speaking now, expressing spiritual truth in spiritual words. That's what we're doing now, right now. I love it. <clears throat> For the wind blows wherever it wills. No one knows where it's coming from. No one knows where it's going. Man cannot... Uh, uh, underestimate or overestimate you. They cannot permutate you. Man cannot es estimate what will become of you. If they say, let us block his way here now, this is the only way. Alright? And they blocked it in the front, blocked it around and blocked it behind. And they build it to the highest and sealed it up. Huh? It's not a problem for God. If you are in God... You can walk through the walls and you're outside. Man haven't seen that before, they will see it your own time. Because nothing can hinder God. Nothing can hinder God. He has several ways by which he achieved his intention. Therefore, the words you speak are spirits, Jesus said. That's the reason why you and I must be careful what we say. Yes, we have just Three more verses before we stop on this. It says in Exodus 14, The man without the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, does not what? Accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, though they are wisdom, because they are spiritually what? The son. So when you are trying to tell someone about Jesus and his blabbing and his talking all rubbish, why are you angry? He can't understand. <laughs> he can't understand. It takes the Holy Spirit to make man understand spiritual things. Don't be offended by people who insult Jesus. You know, they do that a lot on, on Sky News. You know? So much on Sky News. They will say anything about Jesus reckless. In the God of Christians, they can molest. But that shouldn't worry you. Because you may be there and getting angry by what they are saying. No, 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 it shouldn't worry you. Because the Bible says a foolish man cannot understand spiritual things. You understand what I'm saying now? There is no way they can understand it. 
No way. No way. Because they are spiritually discerned. Look at the next verse. The spirit man makes judgment about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. That is the man that makes judgments, all right, about all things. The reason why we fall victim of others judging us is because we have acted in a way that we did not judge ourselves. Am I talking now? If you did something without judging yourself by the word of God, then you will contravene the word of God, and people can bring that word evidently before you. That is to be judged. A Christian should be judged by Christians. That's what the Bible says. Judge one another. But you must be judged by the standard of the word. That's the reason why the Bible says the spirit man, you know, he judges himself. He considers all things before action, before doing things, so that you will not be judged. That's the reason why some of my, my common language when we talk sometimes is that, do you have a scripture to back up what you are saying? Or is that so in the Bible? If you want to give me an opinion, all right, you are free to your opinion, but I will ask you, show me in the Bible where this opinion is formed. If you cannot show me in the Bible, no matter how intelligent it looks like or sweet, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. And so the spirit, the scripture says, the spiritual man judges himself in all things. And you must be ready to be judged by others. When you start telling people that don't judge me, don't judge me, it's because you have done wrong. Hallelujah. I can't hear amen anymore. You are afraid of people judging you. It's because you are walking on the wrong path. If what you are doing is right by the scriptures, let them say, and then you can bring them the scriptures. The Bible says, if you have no condemnation in your heart, you have what? A glorious rest. Amen. Amen. The last verse on this scripture, shall we read this together, is your memory verse. For... Say it again. Let me read it this way. For who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but I have the mind of Christ. Say it again. But who has known? Yeah. So with the mind of Christ, what you don't know is what you don't care to know. There is no child in this church who is a dull brain. Come on now. That's why all of them are coming with record-breaking results in Christ with Tabernacle here. Yes, yes, I love that. Hallelujah. God bless you for it. Amen. Amen. Someone came and said that my child is dull. If it's in Christ with Tabernacle, that child is brainy. Because flesh gave birth to flesh, spirit gave birth to spirit. There is nothing that sits on the brain of any human being under heaven. Satan has no chair that can sit on human brain. In all his chairs, he doesn't have one that can sit on human brain. You know what makes human brain dull? Joshua 1.8. Anything contrary makes a human brain dull. 
if somebody is dull in brain, is by himself. Unless the brain is dead, and the person will be dead. If your hand can function as your brain told it to function, and you can take knife, fork and knife, or spoon, or use your hand to carry rice into your mouth, and when you are taking it, you didn't take it into your nose one day to sniff rice. Or soup. Yes? And when you eat, face and bone, no matter how stupid the man is, even a madman, he will remove the bone. <laughs> he will remove the bone and eat the fish and leave the bone for his enemies. Hallelujah. <laughs> then it means that the brain is working. The brain is working. Listen to me. If after doing that you start talking nonsense, it's easy to handle only by the word of God. By the word of God. By the word of God. He sent his word. He sent his word. I have 15 more minutes with you. Clock me. I want to go home today full. Believe you me. What God has been saying today is that you have no reason not to know anything you care to know. For those who seek shall find. For to those who ask it shall be given. And to those who knock the door shall be opened unto them. Now let me end up by giving you this. Look at the book of Isaiah chapter 9. The word of God is true. Madman is not a problem. Bring them here. We will get them healed. I was in, to- in Togo, a village called Prologo, when I met this madman, 40 years mad. Lay hands on his head. I rebuked in the name of Jesus. The man got up and he was perfectly whole. I took him to the room where they gave me and we slept together in that room. He slept, together, he slept on the floor. They said he had been mad. He lived in the tomb in, in graves and in, on trees for 40 years. What are you telling me? He sent his word and he healed his people. When I took him home, people were saying that I'm a madman. I said, was. I've named him John. We, 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 we found his tape recently, but, you know, if anybody is a tape restorer, they can help restore it. His video. Cut, I cut off all the mud hair from his head. The second day. I taught him how to bath. He doesn't know how to bath. Because for 40 years from the age of four, he was mad. And they threw him out. The word of God cannot lie. Shall we read this together? Nevertheless, somebody say amen. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are what? In distress. The next one, shall we read it together? In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor me. The ja- Are you part of this? He says, in this future, he will honor Galilee of where the Gentiles. When is that future? Now. 
about you. In this future, Jehovah will honor the Galilee of what Gentiles. Hallelujah. He says, by the way of the sea along the Jordan. The next verse, I will read it together. The people walking in darkness have what? Seen a great light. Somebody say, Amen. Who are the people? It's us. From the dark continent, now we see a great light. Hallelujah forevermore. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, like me and my father and my ancestors, a light has what? Dawn. I love it. Why, why, why is Isaiah saying all this? You will hear it very shortly. Then he said in the next verse 3, Shall we read that together if it belongs to you? You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as the people rejoice at the... So who said I should not rejoice? I will rejoice and be glad in the Lord. I will extol your name more than mine. Come on now. He said you have enlarged the nations which is the church of God, and increase their joy unto us a child is born. They rejoice before you as people rejoice in the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. The next verse says, For in the, as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdened them. They bow across their shoulder. They roar of their oppressor. If anybody listening to me have any yoke, it is broken. I say the rod of your oppressors are destroyed forevermore. Your Midianites have been overthrown. They will never raise their ugly head any longer. This is the word of the Lord. As in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them. The bars across their shoulder, the rod of the oppressor. I love it. Verse 5 says, Every warrior's boots used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be what? Destined for burning. The chariot's boots used against you and their robes shall be destined for burning. That embodies all spirits of hell and their messengers who have been sent against you to fight you, to destroy, to hinder you, to delay you. Le, 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 le. The Bible says they are destined what? For burning. I say they are destined what? For burning. They will be what? Fueled for fire. Why? Listen to the next verse. Shall we read together? Say it again. I cannot hear you. <laughs> Say one more time. The reason why those things will happen to you, that the enemies that rise against you shall fall before you, that the powers that rise against you shall be destroyed with fire, that the instrument that the devil has used against you, your family shall be consumed with fire. They will not read the month of December, says the Lord. The reason is because for unto you a child is born. I love it. Unto you a son is given. God has nothing more. That is the most that he has.
to you a child is born. You cannot be in bondage anymore. You cannot be in slavery anymore. I say your enemy cannot gloat over you anymore. Because unto you a child is born. Hallelujah forevermore. I love God. Hey. Hey. He says unto you a child is born and a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders. The government will be on his shoulders. <coughs> and he will be called what? Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let me read out verse 7 before I move away. Of the increase of his government and peace in my life, in my church, in my family, in my home, in my city where I live, there shall be no end. Listen to me. It says it will reign on the David's throne and over his kingdom. Establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord. Yea. The zeal of the Lord Almighty. Somebody call it. The zeal of the Lord Almighty. What? Say it again. The zeal of the Lord Almighty. I can hear you. Let heaven hear. I said the zeal of the Lord Almighty. Say one more time. The zeal of the Lord Almighty. Come on, let heaven hear. The zeal of the Lord Almighty. We'll do what? We'll accomplish this. Stand up on your feet. Lift up your voice and we need to give God praise. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Begin to bless the name of the Lord for his zeal. Yes, our Lord. The zeal of the Lord. Begin to declare, Lord, stir up your zeal within you. Choir, give me E minor, please. This scripture shall be fulfilled. Yea, the zeal of the Lord Almighty. The zeal of the Lord Almighty. Reketele Bosha Kayamasa. Mareborondo say. There will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. Anyone on that distress, begin to command them to be loose. Anybody you know in your family that is distressed, there shall be no more gloom for those in distress. Begin to command that they should be broken loose. In the past, he had humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Nadia, but in the future, now, 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 he will honor me. God will honor me. God will honor me. Begin to declare, the King of heaven will honor me. The God of glory will honor me. In this season, I shall be honored by heaven. My voice shall be heard on high. My voice shall be known on high. Lift up your voice and begin to declare. Begin to rewrite your, your, the story of your life by your mouth. Begin to rewrite the story of your life with your mouth. Yes. He said, but in the future, God will honor you. This is the future. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Begin to command light into your darkness. Begin to command light into your darkness. Prophesy in my darkness. Let there be light in my family. Let there be light in my house. Let there be light in my business. Let there 
I'm going to teach you these details so that you can understand. The Israelites did evil in the sight of God and he sold them to Midianites. Midianites are embodiment of evil that our bad conduct sell us into their hands. And for several years they impoverished Israel. But when Israel cried to God, God himself came like tonight. He will locate you tonight. He went to the house of Gideon. God will visit you in your house. Listen to me. Gideon was not qualified. He wasn't qualified. If you think it's by qualification, you make a mistake. Because when God went to Gideon and he said, Oh, mighty man of Velo. Gideon said, Sir, what did you just say? He said, Mighty man of Velo. He said, You are talking to a wrong man, sir. Your God will knock your door tonight. I say we visit your house tonight. Your dream will change tonight by the handwriting of God. It only takes one visitation of God Almighty. And your nature will change. Your gene will change. Your thinking will change. You will turn around and look at yourself. You can't believe what you are seeing anymore. Hey, can that problem be over before God? It is over, says the Lord. It is over, says the Lord. How long shall I wait? I said your waiting time is over, says the Most High. Because what you are waiting for is in the hands of Jehovah right now, right now, right now. He said to Gideon, go in the strength of yours and deliver. Hey, the strength God has put into you. I said tonight, that is the same strength he will use, not another strength, to take you to where he has ordained for you. Every barrier shall be broken tonight. Every limitation shall be taken away tonight. Yay! He said, give me my now. To see 